Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio. Uh, you know what? April is the month when the American Civil War started. It ran from April 12, 1861 through May 26, 1865. And today we're going to welcome back Victoria Chick, who is a contemporary figurative artist and an early 19th and 20th century print collector based out of Silver City, New Mexico. Yes, Civil War history happened in the Southwest, but that's not what she's talking about today. Uh, she's on our show every third Saturday talking about art, art history, museums, all kinds of good things, art education. But today she's going to join us to talk about art during the battle between the states, the American Civil War. So welcome back, Victoria. How are you? Oh, thank you, Lisa. I'm very glad to be back with you today. Hey, I, you know, this is a, it, you know, the Civil War is a serious topic. <clears throat> and I know, Nancy, you and I talked about this years ago, this this whole thing about how art was documented during the Civil War. And I have to say, um, we've done since that very first conversation, I think it was like 10, 15 years ago. Um, we've been to numerous sites of where um, Civil War history took place. Civil War, the war happened. Battlefields, Gettysburg, uh, Monocacy, um, uh, just so many battlefields, so many places that when you're there, it, it is very moving. And then you think about all the people involved in the war. You're walking where someone probably got shot, stabbed, killed. There's kids involved. I mean, and, and there's all these lives. I mean, the country was split. And so then you think about art, like art. What was art doing here? You know, now I've seen art on the on tombstones and gravestone graveyards um uh, civil war you know battlefield uh you know you see art in in these places in in more of a somber way and so you always think art why would art be involved with a war but it's a big deal apparently and it did happen even way back then so yeah was it photography that started or painting what was the first form that happened well Lisa, actually, everything was going on. It's it's uh, photography is probably the the thing we we most think of in in relationship to the Civil War, because it was a it was a new medium, relatively speaking, at the time, and uh, we have lots of pictures, lots of photographs of of battlefields. There's you know photography was pretty primitive still, and so that there's not any action shots of war. Instead, we find a lot of pictures of battlefields after the battle. So you see a lot of photographs of, of bodies lying on the ground. You have, a, you get a real sense of, um, well, maybe not heroism, but the horror of war, I think, um, and, and how many people died. And also uh, it was the beginning of, um, medical treatment in the field so you have you have nurses you have you you see them at work you see you know very primitive kinds of horse-drawn ambulances being photographed and um the realities of conflict are are you know really seen through these photographs the other type of um artwork that was done at the time was painting mm -hmm. and that 
tended to deal it was kind of done in the romantic style if if you're familiar with that at all it was it was a term that was coined uh when it was being done in France um in the 18th century and romanticism um the subjects are are painted very dramatically and those the battles battle scenes are are mm-hmm. in you know action action battle scenes um there oh. were a lot of artists that were conscripted so they they were able to sketch and so forth you know really in the field um a lot of them did visual reporting and they were they would send their their drawings and so forth to the new to different newspapers and magazines and those were though their drawings would then be reproduced um through uh, engraving and so- that, when the, when people were able to see these depictions in the newspapers that really brought the home, the war home to them more than just a, a verbal or written account would have. Yeah, I mean, and were they, I mean, when you think about, and now we've got journalists out in the field in war and uh, war photographers, right, that's been going on, yeah. and I actually wanted to be one. <laughs> up, I know Nancy wasn't pleased with that. Um, but when you look at what happens and going out there and i think it's something that people forget is that the you know as journalists going out i mean we don't really forget it because they're being locked up and basically become prison prisoners of war and murdered you know journalists yeah. all across the yeah, across the, around the world right and so artists so when when you think about an artist that so the painting kind of comes later because you're not going to set up a plein air you know study while a, you're going to be bombed <laughs> Not very but, easily. <laughs> no, but the sketches, are they like, I mean, because now a lot of artists will go photograph and then sketch, right? Yeah. So are they sketching on site? Well, they, I mean, these guys that... weren't able to do that. Yeah. 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 They, they, I mean, the, for, for as far as photography goes, um, even some of the photographers weren't able to work like they would have liked to. Matthew Brady is an example of that. I mean, we we think of Matthew Brady as being the one who recorded the Civil War, and that's true in a way. He was not able to. He, he well, actually, he convinced Lincoln that mm-hmm. he should he should do this, and that it was re- worth being photographed. So he was given kind of like a the, the go ahead to do that. Um, so he he he. Uh, was at the Battle of Bull Run. That was probably the maybe even the first and the last time he he actually was there himself because he was he had an eye disease and he was losing his sight during the, during this time. And so he hired uh, fifty or so young men. Uh, I think he he wound up with about twenty actual people who went out into the battlefield and took pictures uh, at his kind of. Um, Oh, direction. I'll say his direction. Um, he didn't go with them, so he had to give them training before they left. Um, they did a pretty good job, really. Um, there's two of them that are pretty well known. One is Timothy O'Sullivan and another named Alexander Gardner that were outstanding photographers, really, and it did well after the war, too. Um, there was... a we mentioned uh, going into the battlefield to do sketches, and there, there was um, one of them. His name was Alfred Wode, W A U D, and he got a military commission 
and he did that. I mean, it wasn't a commission to go sketch. It was a commission to go fight. But he took advantage of that commission in order to be in the thick of things. And um, there were a lot of engravings based on his drawings that were printed in um, the New York newspaper at the time. Um, let's see. So, but the one person that I know, and everyone, Victoria's got a great article about this. You can see some images too. If you go to blendradioandtv.com, just type in Civil War art. Um, what I was really fascinated about in your articles, you bring up Winslow Homer, which, yes, you know, I always think of him in our National Park Service. You know, it's, it's you know, he, he was part of that, right? Am I getting that right? He did both. Or am, am I off? Yes. Have I got the well, wrong no, person he, here? He, you know, he, he did. He, Winslow Homer, uh, I think everybody is familiar with his work. They, they might know his name, but they've probably seen his work because it was, it's been reproduced a lot. And mm -hmm. he, was, he was a great painter, a uh, great American painter and innovative at the time he was painting. But um, some of the, some Civil War material can be found in some of his paintings. Um, he had had training in doing lithographs, for one thing, and he was he was he he did illustration for magazines, really before he became famous as a painter. Um, hmm. There was a magazine at the time uh, called Harper's Magazine, and Harper's oh, yeah. uh, hired him to go to the front of the battles and 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 do drawings, and so that's what he did. Um, Wow. He would he would he would then mail those those drawings back and hoping hoping that the the mail didn't get intercepted. <laughs> anyway, the whole the whole idea that Harbors wanted to to accomplish was that they wanted to get the news really fast. They wanted to have have the public know what was going on quickly. So um, it was interesting that he had that. Then then they and later on. He did. He used some of his drawings as material for paintings after the okay. war. Okay. Well, see, um, this is, but you know that that's the thing. But, I think but, he. It's like having your your um, catalog to draw from, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. That <laughs> meant to say you know, that, right? There was so there was so there was a lot of um, heartbreak. I mean, yes, people were killed, mm -hmm. and that's that's terrible. But there was heartbreak a lot because. Families were very divided mm -hmm. about uh, whose side they were going to be on in the war. And so there were some paintings that were done that reflected that, you know, the splitting of families and um, the, you know, the, the, the uh, I call it the collateral damage maybe of, of that war mm. uh, beyond just battlefield collateral. So, um, after the war, and that there's there's a lot of stuff about after the war too, because there were a number of paintings, painters who did paintings that emphasized um, slavery and mm -hmm. and freedom um, from the slave point of view. And there were a number of painters who who took those themes and did it from the Caucasian point of view. So and I, and I in my article I used I used Caucasian and Negro because that was the terms that were used at the time, and uh, I hope nobody finds that offensive. Um, I, I don't know what to say anymore, but I don't want anybody to be offended. None okay. of us do. 
so yeah, I mean, okay, but that's so, yeah, yeah. During Reconstruction, there was a lot of a lot of artwork done, and uh, most of them expressed a hopeful spirit. And I thought that was that was very good. I wish I um, there didn't seem to be animosity at that time from a racial standpoint. There was a, there was animosity between families because you know just as today some people have different ideas and they don't want to talk to anybody who has an opposing idea there you 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 probably had the same thing going on between between families or between neighbors mm -hmm. um but but it may have had more you know they they didn't lincoln lincoln yes lincoln emancipated the slaves but uh, his his other goal was to keep the country together, mm -hmm. and yeah. um, uh, that he 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 did he, he really was kind of a unifier, and yeah, I think he's one yeah. of those presidents that everybody, when we all argue about presidents these days, he's yeah. probably one of the few that we can all say he did stuff, you know, <laughs> he yeah. did good. Yeah. Yeah. We he can all like, have, yeah, yeah, we can all we can all agree on Lincoln. Yeah. You know, um, but but I think this is, you know, the pain, it, it's interesting going back of it on on what was happening during the war and these artists going out in the field, photographers and everything. But and then also to like even show what slavery was about. Right. Yeah. That's a whole other that huge part of it is to show slavery. And, and you know, then, hey, we're trying to fix this. You know how they have um, reenactments of certain battles. Uh, from time to time, people people will be a, have a, a Confederate uniform or or a Yankee uniform. Uh, well, they have the same kind of thing. With with people are interested in that and in, in, that are artists, and so they are still artists. Certain artists are still painting pictures of what happened then. Mm. I mean, it's really interesting how they do that because they have to go back to old paintings. They have to go back to old. Uh, records of photography and, and people's diaries, um, which were there were many of those that pe people were were that in the army, young men were very literate and wrote wrote wonderful letters home to their families um, about what was going on, and a lot of families saved those. And so there are there are, um, a number of them are available to anybody um, who's looking for them. That's amazing. And, and the thing too um, is when, you know, you see some of this art also in museums. I wanted to touch on the one in Gettysburg that when Nancy yeah. and I went there because it was the right in the heart of the pandemic. Uh, so we were outside, but yeah. he did that one, the cyclorama. Am I pronouncing it? The cyclorama, the big painting. Um, I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's part of Gettysburg. And that's a whole, I mean, that shows a battle scene that's circular and um, yes. that's something that's very unique. But it's a there's 360 also, degree. Yeah, 360 degree painting. I mean, for back then, I mean, that's a, it's an amazing story. The artist and then also his sons helping him. Um, but the, the thing, Victoria, too, is there's all this art happening, but then it's still happening. I yes. know artists who are Civil War artists. That's what they do. Yeah, they still paint and sculpt. Um, when you go to these uh, national park sites that are preserving this heritage and interpreting, I think part of this art is also going into museums 
so when you go to a museum, you are looking at sketches and drawings, you're looking for that feel, right? And yeah. even that is being used in animation and film work. Um, and then when you're there, like I was saying, just even the the tombstones and the sculptures representing different people and art is interpretation of history. Yes. In, in these places. And you can't explain what happened without art in these museums, you know? Right. The, the reconstruction era was very interesting uh, because, because feelings still ran high, but there were a number of wonderful sculptors that came out of that period. Uh, there was, um, and I'm, I'm not gonna be able to remember names right now. Uh, <laughs> there, was, there was this wonderful uh, uh, lady who uh, was part of the Underground Railroad who was an artist. And then there was a, another another really good sculptress who was a, you know, helped by the under, Underground Railroad and went and went through, so she was a fabulous sculptress. So um, it was, I mean, the whole, the whole time period was full, full of heavy feeling, you know, really emotional feeling. And, um, I thought it was interesting that the paintings that were done toward the last part of the war, um, they, that they showed hopefulness. I thought that was that was a wonderful thing. Um, I I feel like maybe yeah, I sound like a Pollyanna. I, I don't feel that way, but um, mm -hmm. but pe people ought to be able to disagree, even violently, and somehow, um, main you know. Hold on, grasp a hold of that um, hope that this is going to be over soon and it's mm -hmm. going to be solved um, the way it should yeah. be. So, and and the war is complex. Yeah, it is complex when you when you really get into the war part and um, you go to these sites like in Arkansas, Little Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah, uh, we went to the State Museum and. Outside, they had like a memorial for different Confederate soldiers, and you automatically go, oh, you know. But a lot of these Confederate soldiers were actually just fighting for their own turf, their own yeah. land. Yeah. And so there's this, it's it's just it's so complex per place. Yeah. And no, slavery should not happen at all anywhere, and it's still happening in our country, by the way. But um, it shouldn't happen, and and yet these stories are still being found and told in different places. Yeah. So you can't generalize really until you get into it, you know? Well, even during, even during, even during, even before the war, I would say this started because there were, there were a whole lot of very talented uh, black artists at the time. And, um, and, but, you know, we don't, we think of, of them as, um, I mean, they were they were fabulous artists. You know, they looked like they had training. Um, the, the pictures do, but a lot of their subject matter um, was like shared experience. It, it wasn't a it wasn't a, a black against white. It wasn't uh, north against south. It was shared experiences that everybody was going through, and um, and and kind of a feeling of. Uh, there's a uni universal humanity out there, and um, 
you know, and they were doing this during, during, before the war and during the civil war. You know, this is, it's, it's, yeah, because they get left out. It's like blues musicians, nobody knows who, but takes their songs and makes money off of it, you know, and then, but art is always around and art was a way to express what was going on. And I think it's a form of dealing with it, dealing with how to handle the atrocities you're going through as a human being. Art gives you this outlet to kind of, you talked about hope. I think art gives hope. It does as the artist, as the viewer to understand and um, maybe in, in try to under, just try to understand, try to interpret and, and move, you know, move forward in a positive light. Um, one thing I, I find interesting, Victoria, you have civil war history just down the road. For, you have it all around you and people wouldn't ever think that. No, it, I never I never knew about it. <laughs> you know, I, I grew up in the Midwest and then moved. I moved to the what the, the, the southern part of the Midwest, I guess, um, in Missouri, and you know took our took uh, American history and stuff. And they always talked about all the Civil War banners. I thought the whole thing took place in the South, <laughs> and because those were the things that were talked about, I was so surprised when we moved here to New Mexico that there were Civil War battles in New Mexico because yes. they needed they needed money. And there was gold out here, and there was silver out here. And so they were the they were they sent uh, military battalions to try and control certain areas of New Mexico. Hmm. And and also so, uh, Fort Bowie down in um, Fort Bowie is where the California Column came in, and yes. that was part of what helped stop the war. Um, and and that happened in uh, just. Yeah, Chiricahua Mountains area, Cochise Stronghold, Wilcox area of Arizona, Southeast, yes. uh, just down the, down the road from Victoria. And then <laughs> you think that Civil War also happened like in place of San Pasqual Battlefield in San Diego uh, yes. County, yes. right outside Ramona, that was a battlefield yeah. site. Uh, yeah. In in um, Central California area that we cover, you know, Tulare County, which is home to Sequoia and Kings Canyon National yeah. Parks. They had a north and south. The north part of that county fought with the south part over it. They had shooting <laughs> in the streets. You know, so it's like there's so many stories. And as Nancy and I are traveling, we're just that's I think our life has just become this big rabbit hole of like, oh my gosh, there's so much. And so when you start getting into all these places, look up that civil war history in these communities because it's gonna blow your mind a little bit. Uh one thing, Victoria. The role of Civil War art being part of actual literature to to document the history, interpret again, but also even for textbooks. I was thinking about that today. There's, I mean, you have to have these paintings, these sketches, photographs in books to let people understand what it's what it's about, what happened, even for yeah. for yeah. students today, right? Well, it would, it's always, it would be useful if they can do that. I, uh, textbooks have, have changed a little bit um, in what they teach. So, um, but so for Depending that reason- Depending on what state I you're think, in, that's, I all, think, I think that's a, a whole painting, other show. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I think a, a painting painted at the time something goes, goes on has a lot of value in helping people understand from the point of view of the person that was participating at the time. 
Mm, I agree. I mean, when you look at paintings and you see like the horses involved, right? Yeah. And 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 you see the person galloping up and you know you're you know you're gonna get shot, but you're still doing it. Yeah. That the artists really give you that emotional part of the war, right. whether it's pure adrenaline, then you gotta think, oh, that dude went down and the other person now killed someone, so they're gonna have an emotion. And then the families all have an emotion. I mean, war's serious. Right. War is not um we just see numbers these days on TV screens. So many killed, so many this. So, and it becomes numbing, but art brings it back to life of real people. Yeah. And of course, a lot of those, a lot of those people didn't join up. A lot of those people were conscripted and didn't have a choice. So um, um, sometimes yeah. they, you know, they were dragged out and, and put to, put to battle almost immediately. So um it, what about the little bugle boys going out? That's what blows my mind is how we had these little kids going out there. Well, now those, little... <laughs> those people were probably there because they wanted to be. <laughs> oh because, yeah, they wanted to bail because out. Yeah, they, because they, they were they were they had the romanticized view of battle, and mm. they had they hadn't seen seen what it was really like yet. So they mm. they found themselves in a position. Mm. Uh, where they had to learn fast. Wow, it's amazing. It is truly when you go to these places, it, it just, it's like, wow. But then like, how else could we have solved it? You know, how did, I mean, I don't, you know, yeah, you, yeah. You just, everyone's got to get involved in it and, and read it, go see it, go experience it and look at the art. The art tells the stories of the people for sure. Victoria, always fun having you on the show. Always interesting and always makes me want to go down another rabbit hole. I just, I think we should change our name from Big Blend Radio to Big Blend Rabbit Hole Radio. I think that's that's what we <laughs> that's, should just call it. That sounds, it's more accurate. <laughs> yeah, and then when we go up, like up north, we'll call it like Prairie Dog Radio because that really, I mean, a prairie dog makes a bigger rabbit hole than you yeah. know, a rabbit does. Um, but anyway, it's always it's always a delight to have you on the show. Hi, everyone, you can keep up with Victoria and see her art. Uh, go to victoriachick.com. Also, just type in Victoria Chick on blendradioandtv.com. If you go there, uh, type in Civil War Art, you'll find her article as well. She is here every third Saturday, and you can keep up with our shows at bigblendradio.com. Thank you so much, Victoria. It's always a pleasure. Well, you took the words right out of my mouth. I, I always enjoy talking to you guys. So hopefully we'll see you soon. Okay. Bye-bye.